Can I get a round of applause, everyone? Woo! Today, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their Ultra Premium Collection. And believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. I'm talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT. It's Tag Tuesday and we're recording in this motherfucker. Yeah, we didn't plan this. I, you know, I, um, this is wear them out and it's from Pride. Oh, yeah? And uh, what are you going to be wearing out specifically? My vagina. (laughs) (laughs) So fresh pussy, bitch. Now stop asking. Uh, Well, it's weird that it's raining and it's pouring and we both decided to wear tanks, but that's just the mood today. It's warm today. Yeah, it is. It's really fucking warm. I don't like it. I'm sweating out of my vajayjay through my anus and I don't like it. Yeah, my butt's pretty swampy myself. Um, So you are at home. Yeah, but this is all pot talk, so shut the fuck up, listen up, and let's get ready to rock, because we're going to do this in now. Three, two, a one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dude, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. What's going on, Mr. Bo? Yo, what's up, homie? What up, Ayo. Welcome to Tank Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, where we both sit here and feel it ourselves and the work we've done, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping us from looking like apes. Yeah, buddy. And these boobies are sponsored, you guys. So I have to say, I have to show them off. Otherwise, you know, it's not cool. Maybe that's not, that's why they pay me the big Don't bucks. Show me your tits. <laughs> hey, get on the knees with your double D's, bitch. <laughs> now I know how female comics feel when I go out in the streets. I totally get it, you guys. I totally get it. Yeah. What's up with you? Actually, before I get there, I become you because you, last week, you were in Maryland. Now, this this week I was in Maryland and I literally just got back right before we recorded this. So we both went to Maryland. And I have to say it's pretty merry still, I guess say. But I did not have all the crab feasts that you did. So I'm kind of jealous. Oh man, I ate so much crabs. And um uh I feel like okay, my roommate has a cat and the cat would eat all day if we let it. It's just right. nothing in its mind that tells the cat that it's full. Right. When it comes to seafood, I'm kind of the same way. Like I can just oh, yeah. keep eating and eating and eating. Oh, Even yeah. though I'm a small guy, like I can put that shit away. And when we go to um, like uh, like buffets back oh, in the I'm day when we go to Ocean City, King! Maryland, yeah, I'm I Ocean was always City, the Maryland. last one. 
Yes. Uh, what is the Phillips? One? Phillips. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, dude. I remember that place. I would go with my friends and we would just eat to the point where we had to like poop and then we'd go poop in there and then we'd come back and eat some more and it was disgusting. It was disgusting what we do. It's like, it's $27. <laughs> you got to make our money's totally. worth. <laughs> dude, when we would have um, uh, wing eating contests at uh, an fraternity, I would go pull the trigger and barf to eat more because I was yeah. fucking winning that shit. Yeah, hell yeah. And especially with your little friend, I can, uh, you know, put down a lot of seafood, a lot of wings. Fuck, I can put down seafood. Like, I really am like a monster when you put seafood in front of me. I don't know what it is about. When when you put your head to your left, I guess, just a little bit, there's a glare from whatever's above you. And you look very angelic. It's Jesus. Ah! It's actually Jesus. He's uh, he's literally just watching me. It's kind of weird. Actually, no, it's not Jesus. It's just Father Johnson. Uh, he's up there. Uh, Father yeah. Johnson. Is he the yeah. one that touched you as a kid? Uh, no, this one's a stripper who then became a priest, and uh, he just goes by that. Oh, it's like a, it's like a cool I see. Kind of name. He just, he's just looking at me with this weird light, and it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Gotcha. So he was a stripper. That means he's got to have. He must have had a big dick or been a great stuffer. That's actually why he quit. Yeah, he was. He was just a great stuffer. But then the stuffing came out, and so he's like, you know what? I might as well just. Uh, if I have a little boy's penis, I might as well go play with little boy's penises too. Let's join the Catholic Church. Oh, and now we're gonna get struck by lightning. God damn it, Carlos! I don't need this in my life. It is raining, so I'm gonna shut up now. I love you, God. Please don't kill me. <laughs> um. I, I feel like if you stuff yourself and if someone spilled a drink on you, if it's really absorbent, it might expand. Oh, that's which true. Which could, could be a good thing. I don't know. Oh my God, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> Just stuff a diaper in there. That's the move. That is the movie, guys. But I don't need this stuff because I have giant balls, so people just think it's huge, anyways. It's great. <laughs> um, so you were at home just uh, just for a visit because you were off because of uh, the national holiday that I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't even off. Uh, I had shit to do. I worked a lot. <laughs> so, but I don't know. My, I I've, I hadn't been home since the holidays, so I figured you know I'll make a little trip down there. You kind of inspired me. You're like, eh, Mr. Seaman went to see his parents. I guess yeah. I should see mine too. God, that's not, you know, just be nice to hang out. Dude, more. I keep changing the lighting to make my hair look less red. You uh, look like you're in uh, 1986 right now, and uh, you should probably stop changing the lighting and bring yourself back to 2006, at least. <laughs> because of my hair? Simo's <laughs> on a Windows 95 program right now. <laughs> yeah. Boy, um, so I... um. We kind of do have similar hairstyles right now, though. So I don't know. We do. You you do do look like my gay brother, and I kind of like it. That's what Believe signed us. Everyone needs a gay brother. (laughs) Uh, He's gay in his Spanish. It's Simo and Carlos. (laughs) um, For the record, I'm very excited about today's episode. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited, too. I hope our guest makes it, though, because it seems like there's going to be some technological issues. You know what? I feel like in our training with our new um podcast distributor i feel like they told us you have to use google chrome and i don't think i shared that information with our guests so i think she's downloading google chrome as as we speak you guys but it shouldn't take long and i'm sorry (laughs) zero is the worst co-host ever you guys (laughs) you know 
Um, <laughs> but we like them here. Uh, but I brought well, receipts and ginger hair. Well, I, I did see, actually, I, I, I saw Timmy's diaries, and he doesn't like you too much, apparently. Uh, he sees you're really mean to him, but oh, I wasn't I'm surprised. To I'm surprised wow. he can read and write. That's shocking to me. <laughs> well, it's uh, actually, he uses uh, Google Dictate, and then it just types oh, it out for him. <laughs> then he died. He doesn't. <laughs> sounds about right. You know, I um, I went to the bar the other night with um, with Osmario, oh. and uh, some lady, some drunk lady was like, you're the most beautiful red hair. And I said, what? <laughs> and then she said, you're the sexiest ginger I've ever met. Yeah, and dude, I said, you're gingering by the day. Like You are very much... Like just getting super ginger, uh, you really do look like Nate Gonzalez's brother now. Like it's crazy. Really? Yes. Uh, because I guess there's a ginger gene in there that just likes to curse you. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe, or maybe his parents like pissed off an old gypsy, right? And then <laughs> you know, like she was crossing the street and they cut her off, and she's like, "I will curse your child. Wait till you have your first boy." He will be the undesirableest and the undesirables. No one will love him. Oh, can I have red hair? And they're like, no! Gay and ginger. I must, <laughs> my mom must have really pissed off the Lord. Gay um, and ginger. That sounds like also like a TV show. There are a few feelings worse than going out on a date you hope ends with a little sexy time while having your junk look like a Wookiee. Talk about a confidence killer, Mr. Moe. Well, not anymore. We all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waists. Their advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate areas. But now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with their Ultra Premium Collection. This package includes the Manscaped Premium Deodorant. No, not for your balls, for your stanky armpits. This deodorant dress clear is aluminum-free and smells like their signature scent. Hydrating Body Moisturizer. Have tattoos or issues with dry skin? It's designed to keep skin feeling fresh, smooth, and smelling fresh. Also, the Body Wash to lather you up with a infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. The 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner to clean your scalp with one easy step. Plus, a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products, plus a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score. All of these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. And we recommend using the products in this order. Number one, hop in the shower and scrub-a-dub-dub that body with the Manscaped Body Wash. Number two, lather your hair up with the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to keep your noggin tagging. Number three, dry off and spray on the Hydrating Body Moisturizer to reinvigorate dry skin. Number four, put on the Manscaped deodorant for obvious reasons, you stinky jerks. Number five, pop that Manscaped lip balm on. No one is out here kissing chapped up lips. Getting dressed after is optional. Wear one great scent all day long. Get that ultra premium collection hot off the shelves. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped.
and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. All right, everybody. And this is a great week, Mr. Mo, because we have a guest. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. is not just um, a very talented individual, which happens to be one of my favorite people. And in my phone, she is known as Amanda Lover, a very talented actress, model, and stand-up comedian. Uh, give it up for Amanda Goodyear. Marino, hey. you, is it hyphenated? <laughs> no, it's Amanda Goodyear. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for giving everybody well, my private information, though. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, what a It's going to go really well. God, this I, show's already ruined. You <laughs> ruined it, Simo. It's fine. I'm going to be found dead somewhere, but it's good. <laughs> when, when people get married, sometimes they don't change their name if they're in my the My mom show actually business. kept uh, her last name, uh, but she was a lawyer, and she I don't think she actually just wanted my dad's last name at all, so she was like... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, I must say your skin looks fantastic. Thank you. Um, you're basically glowing. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I just, I just love you to pieces. So, uh, this is completely genuine. I don't want you just to think that I'm just being a typical gay, saying, "Oh my god, you're so pretty," but you really are fucking stunning. Uh, what are yeah, you? Yeah, he doesn't right just now? open like that uh, with everybody. Just so you know, he'll usually only like do it for the very special guests. You know, so just so you know. Um, what do you? What do you? What's your your skin regimen? It's so boring. Um, it is Aveeno came out with a cool moisture moisturizer and then Cetaphil. I have the most uh-huh. sensitive skin in the world, which as a little kid was super embarrassing because mm. I would always have like red or eczema on my face or whatever. <laughs> but it's so funny from like, I think having to hyper moisturize as a child, like I have vampire skin. So oh, I still got carded so today. That? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh my God. I would give anything to get carded again. Um, so, uh, um, when, when I lived in Chicago, uh, Amanda was probably my, my bestie and we, she was my partner oh, yeah. in crime. And so she moved to, um, the East coast and then I followed, but we're, we're separa- separated by a few States, but once, um, things come down a bit, um, expect a knock on your door. Cause I want to oh, absolutely. Hang out with you. Please do. And where are you at Amanda? So no, we're in Wilmington, North Carolina. Oh, very yeah. cool. Very yeah. cool. They film a lot of movies. Did you oh, know that? Oh my goodness! A yeah. lot of movies. Yeah, they do. And I feel like now it's going to be even more because I feel like they want to get out of uh, Georgia. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to increase it's for been sure. Awesome! There were seven productions running concurrently in wow. this past fall, which was like really because we're not really offering any incentives or anything right now. So I'm right. kind of like, holy cow! Now, do people like it, or are they like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, they like it as much as they like it employed at will state or right yeah. to work state is that that yeah so the south is right to work so we're not unionized so um, you know if you're an extra in new york city you'll make like 270 a day if you're right. an extra in wilmington north carolina you'll make 64 a day so for production companies that's amazing yeah and i love it honestly as an people. actor like i get more opportunities here than i did in chicago for sure just wow. because the, the size of the place. And then I think COVID kind of worked in our favor because like. Totally, totally. And people want to cast local too. Mm-hmm. You know, so they really got to. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I love when I hear Amanda say Chicago. Because <laughs> normally I'm the only Midwesterner. Yeah. I wasn't even born there. Um, Amanda, <laughs> do you remember when we first met? Okay, sort of. And I feel really bad because I think 
somebody that we both know that just passed away was at that party. Oh. Did you, yeah, because I Probably. saw... Probably. So Chris and I have a history of just being horrible people together, so we'll just own that right now. So oh, you guys don't so expect... it's your fault he's the way he is. Yeah, let's, ah. let's not expect like a whole like philanthropic <laughs> discussion here. I, you know, I don't want to get people's hopes I, up. I, I will say uh, your comment about uh, having formerly bad skin and having great skin was already very inspiring to our younger <laughs> listeners. You know what I mean? Anything can happen in life. It really can. So there you go. So that we already inspired everybody. So from here on, it can just go We did it. I have a cousin the same way. Like we both had <laughs> bad skin growing up and we're like, when is this going to, oh, it's paying off right now. This there is great. You go. Not And this is better uh, now anyway. It's like mm-hmm. high school, you don't want to peak in high school no, anyways. No, like, absolutely yeah. not. So, so much better now. It's like <laughs> high school, but with money. When they do peak in high school, nothing's more rewarding for me um, yeah. as an ugly duckling. Uh, so, uh, Amanda, <laughs> when we first met, it was during the production of Songs of a Future Generation. Yes. It was a play that yes. my theater company did. And you were like like the the sexy like secret agent, I guess, right? <laughs> I was. I was like the undercover version of the other girl. There was like an ex-boyfriend that tried out for it. And I guess he got a call back and didn't make it in. (laughs) I thought I didn't get it because I got a call back and I was an hour late because I couldn't park. Oh, Because the audition was like in an apartment. So first of all, no, it was on the north side. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I couldn't park. And then was like, it's an audition at an apartment. Do I really want to do this? Because that could be anything. I've done them and it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It could be anything. And I was like a newly single girl going like, "Mm, this is, mm, we'll see. If I show up and there's a black couch, I'm out of there. (laughs) Yeah. And it was so professional. I was like thrown away by it, blown away by it. But like, yeah, that was a really good show. But it was so funny. I got offered this like understudy position at another theater company. And I told Mm -hmm. Mary, like went to rehearsal. I was like, like, because I was so young and new. I was like, well, the thing is, I'm in three shows right now. And like, even though the understudy position pays a lot, it's like, I've already committed to these shows. And Mary looked at right. me like, you idiot. Like, you should- <laughs> why are you here? And I was like, because yeah. I committed, you know? Like- yeah. I support that. I support <laughs> well, that. Well, Amanda so and I instantly <laughs> became besties at the cast party because we were both ready to party. And so with my fraternity history, and I guess... Your let's just say sorority history because um, the the reason why you're here today is because we are big fans of Hooters. Yeah, we used to take our huge absolutely our our rushes to uh, Hooters, and um, we've discussed Hooters a lot. And I told Carlos one of my besties is not only just a really talented actress and and, and model and comedian, but uh, she also is in the. Hooters sorority. She's. Yeah. I think that you worked there for a long time. A really and, long time. Uh, and, but you can yeah. probably shed some light for us because there's a lot that I don't know, and, and there's a lot of stereotypes regarding Hooters. Um, but but you girls were like thick as thieves. I met some of your friends, and you guys were always a blast. But like, knew how to party, but you could hold your alcohol like a champ. I mean, it was always I lots of fun. And I even. Um, oh my god! No, no, I no. suck at drinking now. The next day, I'm just like Whoa. gone. Maybe in the next two days. Yeah, we have days. to pay for yeah. everything now. Holy cow! <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so um, so we wanted to ask you some questions about your time yeah, at please do. Hooters. And uh, um, uh, can can we just start off by saying that um. Uh, a few prides back, um, I may or may not have slept with your boss. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the same boss that like cut me off as a friend blocked me on Facebook when I quit working there. Like it was, and I'm like, I like. Was, oh, I thought you were going to say because of me. I was like, sorry. No, you would have thought it would have <laughs> oh, yeah, been. Right. They, you would have thought it would have been. Call him back. <laughs> no, I don't want to cause too much stepage, but like, yeah, you would have really thought that like Chris, not only hooking up with him, but stealing his silverware on the way home. <laughs> Like, you would have thought... Yeah. You stole his silverware? Why would you steal her silverware, Steve? What? I guess he fed himself brunch and went home. And, like, like as he said, like, I didn't register it. And then, like, I was thinking about it the other day when I was, like, getting ready for this going, wait, like, that manager was not mad at me over Chris. Like, didn't hold anything about that. And that was weird as hell. Like, that, that was bizarre. That was like, oh, I know it's our little pride party for just employees. I'm bringing a friend. This is Chris. He's also gay. I'm assuming you guys will get along. And oops, like that never happens. Like straight people yeah, never no, hook never up happens. gay people. Like that's not no, real. Exactly. We, we literally had a whole episode about this. So we fully agree. Yeah, so no. He was the most attractive person at the party, but I wouldn't say he's attractive. You ever been to a bar and you're like, this is the most attractive person there. I'm going to hook up with that person tonight. But then when you leave, you're like, oh, objectively speaking, this person is busted and his dick was weird. Do you remember his dick was weird? This is the most attractive person at John Goodman's house. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. His dick was like a, um, like a um, cone. And so the base was really thick, but the top was pointy. I don't think I wrote it. I think that we just like, touched each other and did a little like slavin knobs and then I was like I'm tired maybe did, he did we out. clarify yet that I was not there oh, oh no. my was god there. Chris okay. yeah <laughs> like before you continue ruining there. my life but like um he no I was not there but like also he was so we knew each other from like high school okay there oh was, I didn't know that it's so bad it's gonna get worse it's worse than you hooking up with them there was a community theater production of Bye Bye Birdie. Oh my God. And he was Conrad Birdie in, oh my God. in the gold lame pants. And at that time, I did not register he was gay. Like how <laughs> stupid. Like just, uh-huh. just beyond. And then I thought he was a famous actor because here he is killing it playing Conrad Birdie in oh Bye God. Bye Birdie and working at the Cheesecake Factory. I thought, what a life. <laughs> Like, He's I, living the dream. But that does <laughs> with his gold goes. pants, could you see his weird dick through his pants? I hated. I thought it was a bird. <laughs> they just thought it was, they made it the beak for the bird. Actually, they just had him upside down. There's nothing uh, <laughs> wrong with a dance belt in theater. Like, good lord, guys. Like, I'm still like scarred <laughs> yeah. from like when I was five and went to Drury Lane, and it was like this little ice skating rink, and then like the prince for Cinderella walks out, and I'm like, I don't know what the hell that is between his legs, but somebody's got to check it out. He's gonna die. <laughs> Like there's something wrong. Like I remember as a little kid being like, "There's something wrong with him. Like he's broken." That's why. That's like, why Cinderella ran away from the party. Yeah, like, right. Like, <laughs> she's, she's like, no! Cinderella's a lesbian, right? Like this makes perfect yeah. sense. Because I, I really would like remember being a child, being like, "Somebody needs to stop him. He is broken. Yeah. It won't stop moving." Like it was so it's pointing uns- at me. So unsupported. So unsupported. It was so bad. It actually hypnotized a Manchurian candidate, and someone yeah, was assassinated like- that day. <laughs> Why would was anyone want a glass set of heels? That sounds painful. It's a fetish. I, I, I swear to God. Definitely. That's definitely it's a fetish. Yikes. No. For sure a fetish. No, yeah, but I mean, that. having Rodney was great. As Oh, sh- having the manager was great. <laughs> we'll bleep that. Timmy, make sure you bleep Don't that. Don't even care anymore. Put down the bong. Bleep it. Block me on Facebook. Uh, I, love- I, I mean, how old were you when you... 
How old were you when you first started working there? 18. Oh, Oh, Mm -hmm. my sister was 18 when she first started working at Hooters too. And it was a secret until one of my dad's friends was like, I just saw your daughter in purple short. I mean, uh, orange shorts. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. What kind of man? Yeah, that is so weird. What? I'm sorry. Like oh I've, I've learned to just like you have to immediately flip it because that is just bizarre as hell. That is weird, right? Like oh, I just it's... objectified your daughter, but let's your put it daughter, on yeah, yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. she's yeah. It's it's. Oh, remember fault. when I used to go to her little like sixth uh, yeah. and seventh birthday party? Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Hooters brother. So oh, I can't creepy. wait to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Monk like kick his ass like afterwards? Because I feel like that's what I would do. Like, My dad out. told her she had to quit, and she was like, "I don't have to quit." I'm an adult, and she worked there for a little while. I think oh, she probably sure. got she probably got fired. knowing my sister, because she, you know, we all like the party. Um, it's um, very it's easy to get family. fired from there. People don't really. Oh my gosh, it is more. Uh, it's more corporate than Uncle Julio's Hacienda. And if anybody's ever worked in the wow. restaurant industry, that's the most corporate of corporate restaurants. Apparently, like back wow. in the late '90s. Um, if you went to an Uncle Julio's, even the straws on the margarita glasses had to point a certain way. Like you can get a write up or get fired for it, and that's, <laughs> that's how working Mecca, at, actually. That's how Hooters is. Like the it is wow. so corporate. Um, the training is actually super intense. It's but it then becomes something that's very routine and you can mess around with. But like there's actually two branches of Hooters. So mm-hmm. I was looking at the questions, going like oh, I think they don't know. There's like Atlanta two Hooters, branches. and then there's Florida. Uh-huh. Wow. So there's Clearwater, totally Florida. And what oh else is in Clearwater? Yeah. yeah. So wouldn't it make sense that like there's something that's just antiquated and stuck in the 80s mm-hmm. that's there? Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Which one were you? I was both. So I started wow. in corporate and then I went to franchise, which is so funny because they like fight about like who's corporate and who's franchise. It's it's bizarre. Hmm. Um I did the franchise one when I was in college and I man, I cleaned up. It was great. (laughs) Cause I was so used to corporate that when they had me, they're like, Oh my gosh, she doesn't stop. Like as far as like side work (laughs) or like just knowing the protocols or like I never over poured a drink because they trained you. You had to do a shot test before you started every shift. They would put these like beakers of shots in front of you. Like being a bartender, there was pretty much the highest level you could go. And it's, it's kind of weird to say but it, it makes sense because it's mm-hmm. it you could lose a lot by serving somebody wrong at that place. No, totally absolutely and skeptical. you also get a get a belligerent guy in there after two drinks and then you know you have an issue above there so no oh yeah it's it's it. not good yeah <laughs> no were any of your bosses scientologists I don't think so. And I was trying to think about it. And honestly, like, no, I was honestly trying to think about it. I think some of the owners were, it would seem oh, really? Yeah. So there's the original six who are the original six owners. Um, every Friday at Hooters, the girls wear black, the franchise Hooters call it like, uh, formal Fridays. And then the original six ones, the, the corporate ones, they say it's in memory of there was a few of them that died in a plane crash. So oh, like they wow. were in a helicopter together and then it went down. And so it's like a memorial thing that'll just kind of always happen. So a lot of things about Hooters are just based Goth in the 80s. Friday. Of Supergirl. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't that weird? That but I kind of loved wearing black on Fridays because like the first one, cool. well, the first one I worked at was in Orland Park, Illinois, and that was number one in the world for five years. So we had three hour wow. waits on Friday nights. So like, Holy shit. you don't have time wow. to spill. Like you're, you're working with, um, tables of about like four to eight tables a section, depending on, you know, what's going on that night. Ideally you only have mm-hmm. four cause you want to be able to talk to people. Right. But if you're hustling eight tables on a two and a half hour wait, you don't have time if something spills. So I loved totally. the black uniform. So it was more like, mm. it, it's actually like way more boring on one side than you would think it is. And there's a lot more rules. And I was trying to think about management and stuff. And actually like the hardest managers I had, the worst ones were women. Wow. Really? Yeah. You know what though? You must have had the most money in college amongst all your friends for cleaning house. It's like, so Carlos, um, Amanda just moved into her like second, like humongous dream home while <laughs> you and I live in tiny little apartments. So Hooters. He's um, really blowing you up today. Uh, I, mean, I, don't know I know. You. I'm like, I'm down. Please. So, so, so Hooters won stand up comedy in New York zero. Yeah. You know, sure. what can you yeah, do? For sure. I don't, we get paid in drink tickets. Uh. What, um, what, well, what attracted you to come to go into Hooters to, to interviewing there? And what was the interview process like? Um, so, what attracted me, to be honest, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know comedy comes in all forms, right? So, like, mm-hmm. we'll just get serious for a second. Like, Um, what attracted me was like, I worked at Kohl's, I worked at Applebee's, I worked at a clothing store, I worked as a nanny, I got sexually harassed, slash assaulted at every job that I had prior to even considering Hooters. And I was really um, trying to not do restaurant work again, because of how bad Mm -hmm. it was in my first restaurant job. And realizing that like, if I complained to somebody like, hey, this server kissed me, like, can I maybe not work this section or can I mm-hmm. maybe not be scheduled with them? Then it was like, Oh, you're a problem. And it's like, yeah. I think the I bigger was a server problem, it's, it's a terrible culture. It. Yeah. Of, yeah, absolutely. It's awful. It's literally awful. I had a manager made out with my uh, literally girlfriend. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's weird. It's very weird. In some cases, and what do you do? Incestuous. They yeah. are because that's literally like the, it's, it's so, so fish in a barrel to be able to say like, sleep with me for a good section. But then like, I was always, so like nihilistic as a kid like i was like oh my god i would kill myself if i slept with somebody for a good section yeah like it's like come on because if i sleep with somebody it's got to be for for something good yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll sleep with anyone for five bucks this is before the recession okay it's before yeah that's true (laughs) free recession let me tell you like 50 bucks and a thank you at this that's a really tough note yeah This, this pandemic uh i feel like I went through a dry spell, so I'm just making up for lost time. Good Lord, right? <laughs> I'm ready. Oh I've been stretching. God. It's, oh, it's yes. too much. But yeah, I remember my grandpa actually t- took me for lunch there because the Orland Park one is like all families. It's not, it's so funny. It wasn't until I started working in the corporation more that I realized why people gave it a weird name. Because the Orland mm. one was like, you just looked like a bunch of ski bunnies. It was t-shirts, <laughs> long sleeve shirts, sweatshirts, and the shorts and the little socks and shoes. But like there's nylons too. So it's like this whole, right. it's like wearing flesh colored leggings. Like it's a very heavy uniform. Um, hmm. And my grandpa was just like, why don't, because he watched, like I was working two full-time jobs. I was trying to pay mm-hmm. for school. And he was like, why don't you, you know have an easier life instead of 
and, and not work on things you don't have to work on until you have to. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, you're pretty. People pay money. Men would happily make money just to come off of work and talk to you. Like, do that until you can't. And, you know, yeah. he had worked... Uh, oh my gosh, rest in peace. He was amazing. But like he had worked as a fireman, a policeman. He'd been in the wow. army. He, he'd done everything. So he knew what it was to work like crazy and was right. like, this is stupid. What are you doing? Right. And I was totally. like, you know what? Like, let's let's think about it. And that, that was kind of the funny part because my mom was like, what are you doing? And I was like, grandpa told me. Grandpa like, told me. Mm-hmm. Carlos and I go. wish that our grandparents sat us down and told us we were pretty. But instead <laughs> yeah, right. they were like... <laughs> They're like, you'll grow into your mouth. Or oh. My grandma was like, when you're you'll older, we'll fix your day. face. Yeah. You know, so. And they did. They they, they fixed my face. Okay, so. Talks <laughs> to kids like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, quick question on the uniform. Were you ever freezing? Because at Red Robin, I worked at a Red Robin in college for a couple of years. And the AC was always on. And yeah. our uniform is like jeans and these like thick polos. And I was cold as shit. And I'm like. I run pretty warm. Dude, my so brother sucks freezing? to work for. <laughs> yeah. They, they're like, they are, they're always killing it in Wilmington, but like they treat their servers like absolute shit. Like I feel I got so lucky bad with my there. bosses for the most part. Yeah. I had a couple of great ones who I still keep in touch with and some people there, but God, like some of the stuff, like I see, I saw at restaurants. I'm like, mm, never again. Like, <laughs> never again. I'd rather be an extra. <laughs> well, now Red Robin bases their, um, their shifts off of your employee surveys Wow! at the little oh. thing at the table. So especially wow. out here in the South, like the culture is they don't realize they should tip when it's all mm-hmm. just ordered from the table. Right. So you have that on top of them going, did your server offer you? And they're like, what server? Like, the food came right. out. Somebody like, work Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah, so people lose their shifts over it. But, you know, Oof. hopefully the great resignation changes that. Like, and that's a good, bigger picture of it. But no, yeah, I was I love that from the pandemic, that servers are stepping up. Like, I went to In-N-Out where they paid literally like 21 bucks or 22 bucks an hour for their servers. And it was packed of people. Mm-hmm. Everybody was working. No one looked miserable. I'm like, yes. So I hope that picks up. Yeah. Oh, wow. They can't. Well, I mean. I should go to work there. People know to tip in LA. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, do you remember when we went to that? uh, So you were in a fashion show and I was hanging out with you backstage. I told Carlos the story before. Which But Amanda's the one who we were hanging out and some guy walks in and we're like, why are you back here? I'm allowed to be back here with (gasps) the girls because I'm a homo. But this guy was like, "Uh, my grandfather was Charles Walgreens. And we're like, okay, what do you do? And he was like. I just told you my, my grandfather was Charles Walgreens. <laughs> oh, he just like hung God. out back there like a junior Donald Trump, just like mingling while girls are changing. And I was helping that one girl walk in heels for the first time. Remember? Oh, so, honey. That's <laughs> terrifying. I was like, really gross. I feel like I would break an ankle. Well, I remember and that like, guy sounds like Trumpy. <laughs> that's what's so great about Chris is like he, he did that. He settled that whole thing and I never had any idea. Because, wow. like, it, at that point, I was so oversaturated with men like that, that if I knew that, mm-hmm. I would have walked out of the show. Yeah. Because I just, like, I remember, like, being so manhandled in that industry that, like, if even a photographer tried to hug me, mm-hmm. I would be like, I, I can't be touched. Like, yeah, you like, get PTSD it was, from it that kind of so stuff. so wild. Yeah. And I was like, why Absolutely. am I such a brat? But, like, Chris took care of it. 
And it was all done by the time I turned around. And then I was like, oh, yeah, who is that guy? And it was like, oh, yeah, some freaking. And could you imagine? He was probably some army hammer level like cannibal mm-hmm. like somebody with money like that god oh absolutely you know? well like that's know. trump brought the ficking bought the packet prior blah the package the pageant and then yes. he's like went on on howard stern to brag about it oh i just walk into the locker room okay yeah and it's totally fine okay i just see them walking around and i just see these beautiful women in the and w- oh, was there any god. beauty queen ever during that time that went wow i'm surprised or no that didn't no, happen no. yeah like right? <laughs> They all just like turned their head and like scratched their neck for a second. Like, okay, we're not going to have this conversation. Right. (laughs) What are we going to do? I think, I think the real story is he went in the, in the dressing room and they compared cup sizes. He was like, more of like a double D and the girls were like, I don't know here. Try this on, but you're more of a 64, um, double G. (laughs) I don't think like to be honest with you, I think like after hearing the story and everything and everything else, I'm like, you know what? Like I've always had this initial thought about him. I don't think he knows what to do with women. Like, yeah, like I, I think he it. has no game. I think it's even worse mm-hmm. than what we could because what Stormy Daniels was talking about. I was like, yes, we've talked in length about his little shriveled mushroom penis, mushroom penis, <laughs> like running laps around the room him. in his underwear as if that's something desired, like as if that's something I ever wow. wanted to do with any man. Like, like think yeah. of Jason Momoa or something like that. It's like no, I still wouldn't find that attractive. Like I still yeah, no. would. Like yeah, no. I would have to be paid for that interaction. I believe. And imagine Donald Trump jiggling around, running. Around laughs in your room in his underwear. Oh no, no, oh my no! Gosh. I'm a total amazing athlete. Okay, I could have gotten the Olympics. I'm okay, jealous of roll. that lack of self awareness for sure. But. Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Well, speaking of Donald Trump, <laughs> did you ever um, help any cool regulars? <laughs> um, did you ever have like like any like like celebrity guests that would come in like drop a bunch of money? We did. We had some crazy ones. Um, so, like, I had a regular that was a lobbyist for medication. Wow! <laughs> so he saving the world. He'd always tip a hundred bucks. That's wow, nice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. He'd go. always sit with me, and like, he would always order something stupid, and like, it it didn't take much to like get that. Like, it 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 lasted for a good while until like this idiot host was like, "Oh yeah, she's got a boyfriend," and then he got upset, and I was like. Uh. You ruined my life. Idiot. You You broke the character. That's not damn it. That's literally all it is. It's a character. And like, yes, I don't know if you want to talk about raisins. Cause like Chris and I were talking about raisins. Yes. From South Park. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hi baby. Welcome to raisins. (laughs) (laughs) That's like one of my favorite episodes. I think it's genius because it it just shows you that it does not take much. Yeah. Like you can blame us, but like, Look at the wage gap no, right no, now. No, no, no. Look at all this stuff. It, like, and even at like doing? regular bars, where like literally, it's, yeah. like, it's like just a female bartender is nice to. Oh, she must love me. It's like it's the service industry. They have to be nice yeah. to you. <laughs> it is the funniest thing on TikTok. I'm watching now. Like this one girl, her boyfriend gave her seven hundred dollars to get her nails done because he had no idea how much it cost. Oh so my god! This kid, I'll send it to. You. But she's on TikTok going, ladies, if your boyfriend's going to give you money to get your nails done. I'll I'll send I'll send him my boyfriend's information. We got to take care of each other. It's seven hundred dollars now, fam. Men are stupid, and I don't respect them. And I'm like, this is the funniest. Like, oh my gosh! Like, it's not. Oh, I love it. I mean, it's it's a it's a fantasy at some level, but Mm -hmm. I gotta say, a lot of my regulars, like one of the cutest, um, 
was this little boy. And I would hear him from across the restaurant go, Amanda. And I'm like, oh, Lord. And (laughs) I would go see, like, who is this little kid? His mom would bring him. I think I served him once. It was his birthday. His mom and his aunt brought him in and had like a big table with a bunch of kids because their kids' meals were really good for a period of time. And they used to give kids balloons and stuff. Oh, wow. I guess I, I mean, sang happy birthday to him when he was four. <laughs> and he remembered it. Oh. And so for the next few years, he would come in every so often and like I was his server. And then there was like a couple that the wife was pregnant. And mm-hmm. I had that a few times where the wife was pregnant and was like, give me the spiciest wings you have to induce labor. And it worked. So I got to see the baby. At Hooters. It was live birth. <laughs> no, God, no. Jesus. What the Friday terrible. shift got weird, you guys. Oh. oh, God, no. No, it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, here you go. And you're like, I don't know if this will work or not because it's not an immediate thing. And then like a few right. months later, this cute baby's in there like, is Amanda here? And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's my oh, fault. Oh, my God. It's all my fault, Oh my god! Um, really cute. And then um, we've had a lot of celebrities. They're they're kind of weird. Like it's it's kind of anybody's oh, guess yeah. what happens. I was gonna say, uh, did you Ugh. have any creepy ones? <laughs> um, well, celebrity ones. Before we get into the creeps, like we had Twista. He lived in Orland oh. Park. He was awesome. Always oh, cool. a freaking blast. He was just really chill. Um, and then like. I wish I could rap like Twista. He's so fast. Oh my gosh, just crazy. So like, no wonder he lived in Orland Park. If you look up that suburb, it's like really money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly lived there too. Oh. Oh my gosh. Before, I saw him twice yeah. in Chicago, like on the street. And I, he's always around a bunch of girls. And then one time I just stared at him like, this doesn't look good. And he was like, did you want an autograph? And I said, no, not really. <laughs> Better not. Um, yeah, no. But he was like bizarre. I'm not surprised he's in jail. He's in jail, right? Yeah, he, he, uh, I don't know if he's gotten sentenced, but he was convicted of everything. Okay, R. Kelly, don't come after me. But I don't know how much money he has. I mean, to keep like, shit, so, whatever. You know. <laughs> like, I mean, at my high school, it was common knowledge if you wanted to go to a fun party, you could go to his house. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and you knew as oh a high school girl God. that you'd get that's what he preferred. Like that, like wow. I like. So it's kind of funny to like watch it all come out now because it's like, yeah, this was never a that secret. That was like a thing. No, yeah. this was never a secret thing. Not that I ever wow. did, but it was just like, oh yeah, that's the dude that likes high schoolers. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but like so you, you know, guys didn't know. Like what? <laughs> we wow. knew that it was wrong-ish, but like, look at how nobody dealt with it for the better part of twenty years. So like, right? We were so kind of like, like, no one. Yeah, it's just okay like drinking at parties. Okay. <laughs> and if it's and if you're a 16 year old and some rapper comes and tells you come over to my freaking unimaginable party, you're feel wealth, like yeah. the coolest person ever. Like yeah, so that's absolutely a way. To and everyone knew. Kids. I believe I can fly. Oh my god! Right, everyone. Oh, yeah. Space okay, Jam yeah. was such so iconic for our our <laughs> like, the generation. World's greatest yeah. song. You can't even like listen to it the same now. You're just like wow. I know. I just watched Space Jam. Talk the other about day, egotistical. And it, like, and it fucked with me. Yeah. 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 Talk yeah. about like we, oh. we talked about people that pee on people a couple of podcasts ago, and I, um, I forgot yeah. that he's into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that they give him counseling when he's in jail. To I hope that they pee that. on him when he's in jail. No, I hope that he's not <laughs> in a cell alone in jail. I hope everybody else that's in jail because of people like him can deal with them. Yeah. You know? yeah, let him go. Uh, I don't care. Uh, not at this point. Gross. Um, yeah. creepy regulars like. Well, y'all asked. Um, so, <laughs> like, I was going to yes, feel bad yes, about it. But, like, yes, no, y'all yes. asked for it. Like, it's it's going to be bad. Um, 
So I was on the speech team in my community college and there was this guy that I was nice to, but didn't, you know, think anything of. And I guess it came to bite me in the butt because one day I'm working and I see him and I'm like, he looks familiar. I don't know who he is. And he's like, his hair's messed up and he's got a hospital bracelet on and he cornered me in the serving station because he had just gotten released from an involuntary hold at the psych ward and decided that we were dating. Oh, Um, Figured out where I worked, stalked me there. So I had to put my hand through, like there was like this little hole between the kitchen and the serving station. I put my hand between it and kind of did like a, like just freak out hands and was like, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah. And he kept going, can I have a hug? Can I have a hug? And he kept like coming closer and closer. Um, So the bus boy stopped him. The manager came over, was like, is this guy an issue? I was like, I don't even know him. Wow. And the manager went to talk to him and he's like, no, like we're best friends. We're on speech team together. We know each other. Like I have her number. Look, I'll call it right now. And he's like, I don't care what you have. You're not allowed here. And so I couldn't get a restraining order because at that time, text messages were so new that they were like um, this like cloudy jurisdiction. And like I had to have a police officer at the school walk me to my car after my classes. Um, It ruined my life for a good three, four months. That's so scary. Yeah. And holy shit. That like I had to like I called his counselor at the school and she was like, no, you guys are great friends. I was like, I can assure you we are not. And she like totally believed his side. And then like months later, I'm on campus. I look around and he is there and I was terrified because I'm like, I have to walk through here and was like, okay, I guess I just like I could wait for somebody or I could just go and like maybe he won't see me. He saw me. And continued talking to himself in a different voice. Oh my god! Like That's that so level of nuttiness. So, like in the sense of like, so he's the one that got away, is what you're saying. I still wonder about him every night. Oh god! I saw him in the restaurant once um, when we had a newer oh female manager, god. and he was talking to some girl and saying he was a movie producer because he's nuts. So, like, he could. I think there was some. Oh, wow. um, if you believe what you're saying, people might believe it too. Yeah, there's some like egotistical schizophrenia happening where like there's just a massive disconnect with reality. I think he really believed these things, right, um, which I right. think is great, but please do it in the privacy of your own seclusion yes. and don't, Jeez. you know, maybe wreck my semester over it and my ability to drive or walk anywhere. <laughs> That's so scary. Yeah. Oh my and it, God. Yeah. People like that should dress up like, um, like, like um mascots like i i just feel like that's that's their only like option for work so just like making up. all these <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah so right. like sporting events just like you know they give you a hug you're like okay it's cool it's a big fluffy cow i guess i mean it's it's wild because it's like there's you know there have been regulars that are kind of weird and whatever but you can always talk to the other girls you work with and be like okay can he sit in your section today or can we do uh-huh. this or can we flip this table over pretty quick like there's ways that you can right. make it indicative and the mark of a good hooters restaurant is one where it's like hey i refuse this table and nobody questions mm-hmm. you um wow. the problem is like when the recession started happening and people started you know tightening their purse strings and stuff it became more of a like no, let's give them a chance. And it's like, you just, right. you'd rather have $10 than make somebody safe. Cause the whole reason I quit was I 
put in a beer for a table, then went, wait, something's weird about their ID. And in Illinois, if I got caught, I could lose my ability to bartend. I could, the whole place gets fined. Um, And there's sting operations, which go above and beyond um, just you serving. It goes into the police could come in and arrest you if the person is legitimately a minor stinging you. So I got nervous and I was like, "Uh oh, and we were at like a tourist location on Wells Street in downtown Chicago. And I looked at the idea again. I was like, "Mm, this ain't it. So I intercepted the beer from hitting the table by another girl and the kids got up and they jumped us. (laughs) The manager refused to come out from his little office to like stop anything. So my friend got assaulted from the back because they thought she was me. Cause she had long hair. And that was when I realized, okay, this is not the place I used to work at anymore. There's no protection for us. Um, yes. So what? like, that's when it was like, all right, I'm letting this go. Like, and it was sad cause I had been there for five years. I had worked at four different locations. Um, really loved the place. It had a lot of really great places to offer, but it's only as good as its management. So right, right, that's right. What makes and I did up. notice, like, I, I mean, like, I, I pretty much after like maybe 2007 or so, 2008, when the recession hit, I never really heard anything about it. It just kind of went, Woo. yeah. And now it's not really that big anymore. I feel like it used to be like, and it, it's hard. Like one of my really good friends did marketing for them for a really long time, um, mm-hmm. and she's so amazing. But it's so hard. Um, I think it's indicative of a lot of corporate issues. It's so hard to sit there with a board and go, Hey, we need to change with the times and what they think changing with the times is versus what it is are two entirely different things. So like we Mm -hmm. lost the ability to hire a lot of really good servers because of the no tattoo rule that was in place for a really long time. So you couldn't have visible tattoos. So these four girls are buying, um, Man, what is it called? It's this makeup cover-up for tattoos, and it's like $80 mm. a little bottle. Wow. They're buying that so that they can, you know, not have anything visible, even though they can wear long sleeves or whatever. Like, they're buying those things, and it's like... We're running a risk getting caught, I guess, and losing the job at the end of yeah. the day, too. So you don't want to lose your job, but it's also kind of like, this is an antiquated <sighs> law because, like, yes. we're really missing out on some girls or diversity big time. Um, yes. and, and imagine like, like yeah. another job where you just didn't hire someone because you got a tattoo. It's like, what? It's, and now you can. Yeah, there you go. This yep. employee manual that I have yes. is from 1999. So um, I worked there and- 2005 to 2010, but I was looking, your rules were pretty similar. Like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. This is my favorite part. It says the Hooters girl uniform shirt is a choice of a tank top tucked into the Hooters girl shorts. Yes. And then in all caps, it says no midriff is to show. Yeah. Or regular t-shirt tie with the name drop showing. And then Mm -hmm. it says no midriff is to show. They say once again, and the shirt must meet the Hooters girl shorts. So they were like, um, listen, this is, this is, um, a place playful sophistication. We are going to have a good time, uh, but we're not skanks, so we won't be showing our stomachs. No, their whole okay. tagline is delightfully tacky yet unrefined. So that's that's, that's so the whole funny. point. And when you think about it, right. you are technically covered from shoulders mm-hmm. to toes. So that's part of it. Is like they, but they have since changed that. I think they did have um, midriff tops after I quit, and I was oh. like, why? 
like, because you're just going to get food on it. Like, it's not even, like, cute. Oh, it's that's just, true. It's gross. You don't like, want, like, you're literally hot serving. wing sauce in your belly button. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's just a hazard <laughs> at that point. The, I couldn't uh, work there because it says that men are not allowed to have their nails painted. And I don't paint my nails with any colors, just clear. But it's um, I have noticeable um, manicures. And also, um, you're not allowed to wear makeup as a man working at Hooters, according to this document. That's says, 99. Um, so that's pre-lawsuit. Mm-hmm. That males yeah. are not to wear any earrings. Um, and uh, m- males may not wear pantyhose. Well, 99. Count me you out. reading something from 1999. Yeah, that's true. Wow. But like, I feel like, God, I don't rem- remember 99 being so like. Close-minded, Jesus. Florida, clear water. It was like water, Jerry Florida. Springer years That's too. Like that that one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the hot wings there always gave me diarrhea. So can you comment on why? Oh my god, it's so funny. Um, so you brought that up, and then I was like, I ate that food there every day, but now I am like. 15 years out of working there and have horrific IBS. So maybe it hit me later, <laughs> you know, like it's so yes. bad now. Like Chris and I before had a pre-call. Like, We're gonna Yay. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. Cause like, if you don't let me do this, then like, we're not gonna be able to have a phone call. Like I need now, to are you in the bathroom at reminiscing of the good times yeah. in there with a single tear. Yeah. <laughs> we're both pooping and talking. No, it's like, I, I don't know what my, I don't know how Chris and I are alive, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, well, Sebo <laughs> poops himself like at least once a week. We talk about it regularly, so now, like, I'm just glad that someone can confirm this, other than me, you guys, because I'm not making this up. <laughs> we, we make a lot of jokes here at the Frat Chat podcast. Sebo well, uh, pooping a lot regular. is not one of them. Chris yes. and I have a lot in common. We'll just leave it there. We'll just leave it there. Yeah. We have a lot in common. Chris, the Colin Moore. Yes. <laughs> we have a lot in common. I feel like, man, I feel like we need to just, like, puke and rally, too. I feel like we would go out and be like, like I just, I just threw up in the bathroom. Like, oh my god, do you feel okay? Oh no, I, I feel fine. I did that on purpose yeah. so I could keep going. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly oh, what oh, would happen. Yeah. Good, yeah. No, like we would report to each other that we threw up. Like, as in, like, yes, we can keep going. Like, we, we threw up. It's, oh my god. Like, we're good. That's we, we, so we restarted the slate. Like, let's, let's do what we have to do. Yeah, yeah it was so puke and rally. It was the way. So great. There was, there, was, there was a time when it was also a puke and rallyer. anymore. It's pretty I'm awesome. Like, yeah, I feel icky. I want to go home. No, now it's like <laughs> if that happens, it's like okay, something's really wrong, and we're gonna. Yeah, like I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, you had mentioned a spot check. <laughs> you yeah. That? Can you walk us through your daily spot this, check? Okay, so here's the thing. Like at, when I started working there in 2005, men were allowed to host there. Okay. And there was a lawsuit that went through because it was Hooters server on the paperwork mm. for the longest time. So a bunch of guys, including like an ex-boyfriend of mine, signed up for a lawsuit and they won. So now it's Hooter Girl huh. in the handbook and stuff so that you can't say discrimination because it's technically an entertainment position. I have had friends that have written off their boobs on taxes years ago wow. before Trump came into <laughs> office and ruined our lives. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So it like you could do things like that. And we had a lot of men that worked with us and it was so funny because we would all joke about, Oh, he's happy now. And (laughs) after two weeks of working with us, that guy, you know, it's like the soul would get sucked out of their eyes. Cause you're working with like, you're working not only with, um, you know, 40 girls, you're working with 40 hot girls. So we are all used to being the prettiest where we're at. And we're all used to getting away with absolute murder, which looking back on the, 
my behavior was egregious. <laughs> the fits I would throw if I did not get my way, like I was so entitled and we all were, but oh, like, you know, the poor guys, like the poor host, it would be like, you're going to Walgreens for what? Well, you're going to get cigarettes for this one. And you're going to get tampons for that one. <laughs> it's like, well, what do I get? Well, I'll write it down, idiot. And like, just, <laughs> they, you know, they made for great boyfriends and husbands. We've certainly trained them up well, but like, well, we, we had to check for our periods, like if we had a spot. Oh my God. Yeah, I thought you heard about this. <laughs> so you literally would grab another no! girl and be like, get over here, check me right now. And <laughs> you would grab a girl, go into like an alcove of the restaurant where it's just you two and you'd bend over and the other girl would have to check if there's a period spot on your shorts or not. Yep. I definitely see something <laughs> there. That's why men hated working with us. Like our male managers, like there was net, like if a male manager was ever creepy, there was something really off about him because the poor guy had seen everything with us. Right. Like, like right. it's not like this sexy fun. Oh, there's a cute changing room. No, there's not. Like we change in the bathrooms <laughs> and then we have our pre-shift meeting, which is essentially the poor managers screaming at us to get off our damn phones so they can uh-huh. assign our tables because like, you know, the, the mice ran, you know, it's like <laughs> the, the inmates were running the asylum for sure, but that's right. how it ran. Well, is if you had a manager that understood, okay, I'm going to let them do their thing as long as they do what they're supposed to do. As long as they're good. Yeah, I, you man. know, then we're making that's money. How, and that's when we were that number one, that's what was happening. Like you there just, you we were allowed to do whatever. We have a fraternity brother that we call period pants. Oh my he's God. a redhead. Oh my Start God. calling him Spot Jack. <laughs> yeah, we should call him Spot Jack. I'm just going to say that. Uh, Amanda, are you a natural redhead? Yeah. Are you? See, that's surprising to me. I never thought because, well, I guess. Listen, dumbass, I didn't appreciate colors. that transition at all. Seymour's <laughs> <laughs> turning very gingerish. Uh, day no, by I was going to say, my no, hair's gotten kind of better over the years. I've always had red in my hair. So, oh. and then especially moving to the south, there's like a lot of copper in the water. So I'm like, I'm not going to keep avoiding this at this point mm-hmm. i think i think that i might be it's the dupont cancer I water a bit out of here gin, yeah you're you're full you see, man. just admit it just come out of, just come out of the ginger closet already you are, but like <laughs> that's the thing is like i always thought ginger meant like like red red like this wall red like i didn't right. think that it meant like the whole spectrum of it because i was like no i've always had like some strawberry yes, there's, there's the spectrum of ginger yeah there absolutely. really is it's it's a weird absolutely. thing absolutely not the fun kind but yeah especially like when I finally embraced it and dyed my hair full on red, I made so much money because there were mm-hmm. was like one other redhead at Hooters. Oh yeah, totally. So and people love it. it. Like, like there was literally a table that just handed me a 20. Like the first day I dyed it, I was like, uh Oh, cause there was like a whole spot that I missed. I'm like, I'm going to get in trouble. Like this looks too extreme. And everybody was like, you look amazing. I wish that would happen to me. It was like, Carlos, your zippers down. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nothing oh, no. cool happens to me like that. We're- were you and your friends ever approached to do the calendar? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there like a, a Hooters calendar? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a big deal. So that's how you could make a lot of money working there. But then again, how you couldn't. Like it would be a little pigeonholed. And looking back, it was a good mm. thing I never did it. Because um, if you plan on doing anything else, it's it's a buyout. So you get like – I think the back when I was doing it um, – it was only like 500 bucks to be in the calendar, like in one of the smaller photos. And that was it. You didn't get any like- That's it? No, wow, you didn't get any sales nothing. royalties. What you got money on, if you knew how to capitalize and you were friends with Allie, the marketing manager, like you agreed to do it, you could do calendar tours where you'd go and sign. 
and you'd get 50 an hour plus whatever. And then usually people tip. Um, back in the day, you used to just get money for just how you looked. <laughs> like, you didn't even have to like serve a table. So like when I first dyed my hair red, I walked by a table and this guy's like, excuse me. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, ma'am, I just wanted to tell you, I just love redheads. Just please keep it up. And he handed money <laughs> over to me. Like, oh wow, that's, we amazing. were kind of used to that in like the heyday of all of it. Like right. that would happen all right. the time. And like, even if they didn't sit with you, they were still like, no, Amanda, come over here, here, just have a good day. I just hope you're doing well. Because I think part of like the Hooter handbook, you can see, you have to have your nails done. You have to have your hair done. You have to have your makeup a certain mm-hmm. way. You have to have everything done. This is not cheap. <laughs> right. So if somebody, right. you know, kind of respects and uh, essentially like, you know, as a patron, they're, they're going to kind of be like, okay, here you go, go ahead. You know? Right. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, or if like I took pictures, um, because somebody would like bring their son and they want a bunch of photos or whatever, like the, mm-hmm. the dads would always hand you money and stuff. And I, I never minded that. Cause I was like, this actually feels like respected a lot more right. than going to a place where they just expect all of this. And because that would be the worst part of a shift. It's like, if you were at a shift, you got already like that and you only made like eight or 10 bucks. That was towards the end. Oh because there just weren't a lot of people coming in. And it was like, right. what am I doing? This I could literally do this point. anywhere else. And like Ed DeBevix right. is across the street. Like, what am I doing? This is stupid. But yeah. in the beginning, I was telling Chris that like, we had a lot of girls that were strippers that ended up working at the Orland Park Hooters because they made more money and they had a hell of a lot less to do. Yeah, so absolutely. They were like, forget it. This is a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know crazy. what? I used to be a go-go dancer at this place called Red Maple in Baltimore. Good Lord. I remember Red nights. Maple. I've been there. Uh, and um, uh, I, I, know I, you I danced booked there. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is before I moved to Chicago. And were you in like a cage? Best kept secret. <laughs> Your name is a club Red Maple. Yeah. Like, it, was, it, was like, it was like exactly what you'd imagine. Like just like every like douche that could ever like imagine like, would so be dumb. there. Yeah. This is hilarious. The pop collars. Oh God. And so that place would give me such my anxiety. family didn't know that until yeah, recently. So. But um, uh, so I used to, I used to dance there, but I booked that job through my agency. And since I booked it through my agency and got paid through my agency, when yeah. people would throw money at me, I wasn't allowed to keep it. I just left it on the floor. Oh my and then God. So they were your pimps. House. They were literally yeah, your pimps. So people would throw money at me, but I couldn't take it because I, I was like, I, I, I had a different contract, I guess. I don't so know. Were, you, were you at least the bottom bitch? You know what I mean? Like that's the one that gets most of the cut uh, because of that, you know. Oh, no. I didn't get any of the cut. When you model, zero of the like, cut. you're never at the bottom. You're not even a bitch. <laughs> you're, oh. just, you're just screwed <laughs> all the time. Like, and it's just like, better you're that a you stripper. don't know what the rate is because yeah, it's a guarantee you're only going to take home 40% of whatever you heard wow. you're making. Your wow. agent's going to figure That's out crazy. how to take it all. And mm. it's it's never gotten fixed, apparently. Like Wish. a fellow shit model management that's still happening. They would come up to me and be like, uh, uh, so you're a stripper. I'm like, uh, no, I'm a working model. Thank you. Oh my yeah. God. But no, I was basically kind of a stripper, I, I guess. I, was wearing, I mean, I was taking clothes off down in my skivvies. So I guess that's stripping, you know. Um, okay, I so, guess we want to get technical. True. Um, how did the company handle um, pregnancy? So if someone got pregnant, oh, was that yeah. frowned upon or was that, or how did you guys, did you girls all celebrate as a, as a team? Were you guys like very, um, a lot of camaraderie amongst you guys? Were you, or were you like, great, I'm going to get her shifts, you know? 
I knew all of our Hooters babies. So like from when I left in oh. 2010, like a lot of them are like, like peanuts, like 10 now, which is just, a, oh no, she's 12. Oh, oh my gosh, that hurts. But like they, no, you still worked. It's still a job. Um, they're not in my time. There weren't a lot of creeps. The saddest was when I worked in the Southern Illinois, the Bloomington Hooters and the girl that got pregnant mm-hmm. there she wasn't married yet, but she bought a fake wedding ring because in the South, it was so looked down upon the idea that she didn't have a man Wow! when she was pregnant. And like, she wasn't sure. She's like, we're, we're like boyfriend and girlfriend, yeah, but like this thing happened. Like, good Lord. We're like in Chicago or Orland Park. It was totally fine to like be pregnant and not have a dad or like, I would, yeah. I feel like I got a big education because I was 18 when I started working there and there were some girls that got pregnant right away. And most of them that had boyfriends, those boyfriends were gone by the time the baby was born. Um, wow. And so it was kind of like, I feel like lucky to have kind of witnessed that and, and not mm-hmm. fallen for the idea that like, you know, guys will stick around for yeah, any particular sure. reason with it. But those girls honestly made bank because they had regulars that were family. They had whatever. And I had such a horrible, um, like I have such a distorted view on what pregnancy does to the body because like most of them, you couldn't tell till they were like five, six months pregnant because their boobs just got bigger. Like these are all <laughs> like you're working with Since like raking it in. <laughs> yeah. Like wow. especially at ours, like you're working with girls that should be models anyway. Like their, their wow. bodies are the top 2% of the population in, in wow. whatever, like either they're super tall and thin and lanky or like they have huge boobs or super curvy or there's something going wow. on about them that they're absolutely gorgeous. And there's always like a different array, but like they all bounced back, man, they were all wow. snapbacks. So like you couldn't tell, we even had a girl get a revision to her breast augmentation. She was at work the next day. Oh, you oh my could God. not tell. And That's she was a not super kidding. athlete. I mean, Jesus. yeah, it's like seriously, like she was one of those girls, like, and she's not kidding. When she got pregnant, her eight pack just formed like a turtle shell when she got pregnant. That's and crazy. Then had the baby and the eight pack <laughs> was still there. And it's like, so for me, I'm like, what, what are people bitching about pregnancy for? Like, right. I don't understand. <laughs> and it's like, no, That's you work with mutants, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. You work with the X-Men. That's you why. Do. That's like, why. You literally, you work with absolute mutants. Like this is, this is not reality or anything, but you like. You noticed your coworkers were like flying home afterwards. Like, <laughs> no, um, just, speaking yeah. of. Speaking of breasts, did you know that Carlos is being sponsored by a male breast cream product? <laughs> oh, God, what's that a what? like? It's a pet cream, SEMO. <laughs> but oh, yes, my so boobies I... are now sponsored. The... Uh, yeah. yeah. So apparently, as men get older, their their uh, their boobies start to sag, and this cream does something to prevent it from sagging. And I'm like, great, so cool. Hopefully, they don't sag. <laughs> I feel like if that works on men, then women should try that as well. Like I feel That's like That's true. And it is a women's product company and now yeah. they're this is like their first male product. So they might even have like I mean, I got to say like now that I've worked with like some male actors that are aging and stuff like that, that's not a Totally bad being idea. in this, I got to look good. I got I like my mom like gives me men's all kinds of shit is too not for like, at all. Mhm. Mhm. So Why do I, men wear pleated khakis? When we should <laughs> we should cancel that. Uh, Carlos, you ever put that cream on your nuts? Oh no, I'm scared because there's a little bit of like pepper extract on it. So holy hell, it, down there. Oh it feels great God. on the boobies, I have to say, but I don't think it would feel. You good. know, what, you, it you might feel good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna unless you try it. I might call them and be like, I have a new and better use for it. Oh my lord, <sighs> I would never. 
Now, um, if you had a kid these days mm-hmm. and she decided to work at Hooters, would you be like your mom about it or would you be like your grandpa about it and be like, fuck yeah, go make some money? Um, It depends because like if it was the one that I started in Orland Park, like the funny thing is I would have known that the kid would have applied already because I know the manager there still. So I'd have been like, yeah, I know. Oh. So anyway, like how's it going? Like I, I just <laughs> – because that did just happen to a friend of mine. Her daughter started working there a couple of years ago. Um, wow. And it's just, it's hilarious because like the mom still looks like she could work there. Like it's, That's, it's oh absolutely insane. So like it, there, there's a lot that of that that happened. In that, you have you know, just to no verify, idea. feel free to DM us those pictures of the mom, you know, just totally mm-hmm. for scientific research. And That's it. No, we were I just need talking them. about like, <laughs> <laughs> we are just talking about going to comic cons with our kids now and how like it, that's cool. Well, it gives us like street cred because like I was wearing like this MTV shirt and I, mm-hmm. I took my oldest to meet Ralph Macchio and then like, Sweet. you know, she's in a mood. She's 13. Like she didn't give a crap. Right. And then right. all of a sudden like Ralph saw my shirt and just started talking to me for a little bit. And I was like, it was like, I got this newfound respect because she's like, oh my right. God, Ralph Macchio hit on you. And I was yeah. like. And now the, now the Karate Kid's back with a TV show. Yeah, it was I right when it, I, Cobra, I Kai, Cobra came Kai came out. It was yep. so great. But it was cute because we really liked The Outsiders. And he was like, oh, my gosh, you're here for this? Like, you're not here for Cobra Kai? And we're like, well, we can't be. It didn't come out yet. Like, <laughs> right, right. You know, and, like, he was really nice. But, like, I was joking with my friend about it. I was like, well, now we're, like, the hot moms at Comic-Con. I was like, this is not a bad place to be. I'm not mad about this. Like, this is fine. Because I remember – working at Hooters, looking at women that were older that were like, oh, I used to work here and be like, oh, that's so sad. And be like, I don't ever want to be that. And now I'm like, no, it's actually not a bad place to be. Like, nice. it's pretty awesome. Did, by the way, did you guys know Ralph Macchio's in his 60s? He does I not had look no, it. I just Googled him and he's like 62 or 63. I was he like, looks what? like mid-30s still. Yes! Like, what? Wow. <laughs> what the Crazy. All right, guys. So that's why I'm going to keep putting on uh, my booby cream just so I can one day look like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, boy. <laughs> okay. So, um, so obviously there's there's a lot of like stereotypes about about working at yeah. uh, Hooters, but um, uh, everything you're saying is really challenging all of those stereotypes. Uh, I, 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 my assumption is that most of your like colleagues were all, uh working there and putting themselves through higher education so um uh, let's play a little game of where are they now do you have any your your girlfriends that you keep in touch with yeah and that's what's so funny so like my the initial manager that hired me frank was like this is a stepping stone this is not where you live he's like in the second he's like are you in school i was like yeah he's like all right too late you already told me the minute you get a c i'm taking your shifts off this you need to finish school you need to do this and then like at 23 i'm still working there (laughs) <laughs> he got transferred to that uh-huh. one. And I'm like, oh no, now I'm that person. But like, right. as an actor, I was like, there's no better job for me. Like, right. I literally tell them when I work and I tell them when I don't right. want to work. Like, there's right. there's no other place. Every other job I tried to have just never worked with the actor schedule. Because, you know, it's like constant mm-hmm. auditions, constant last minute right. things. And-, and you never know when it's going to be. And it's like, you need a call back tomorrow. Can you be? That's like, And you can't yeah. say no. Where else do you get a manager that's like, yeah, tell me how it goes. And then like calls you and it's like, and you're like, do you need me? No, I just want to know how it went. We're nervous. And I'm like, okay, Uh, this is great. So it's so sweet. But like, I watched him do it. I watched him cut people's shifts because they weren't doing well in school or, you know, try to have heart to hearts and like big talks with people because and that's how you become number one. You have a good staff. 
And he, right. And you know, when he people was are like, happy. The productivity go. Everything goes up. Like people just don't get that. It's a constant lesson yeah. that companies it, pay billions of dollars to pretend like doesn't exist. And it's like no. Yes, they just make spend money. it on marketing instead. And yeah. then they say, oh, well, there's no money to make employees happy. It like blows my mind. It, I like honestly like really like he even would go as far to be wall. like if your parents aren't sure, have them come in. I'll talk to them. If they, you know, if some like because it was not what it was in the 80s the 80s it was like this total right. like it looked like a total cocaine party where like people are right, dancing right, right, and hula right. hooping and doing whatever they want which <laughs> yeah. they were uh-huh. i mean i met a girl yeah. from there and she said like it was the best she paid for the art institute in cash like did oh, whatever the hell she wanted like and i was like this is outstanding but i would be terrified to work in that day like yeah. <laughs> anything yeah, goes is kind of crazy right but it's you know it's, it's like highly ugly mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and back then, if someone crossed the line, what are you going to do? You know I mean? Oh, like, Lord, right. It's, it's still hard, in, but it's come a long way since then, you know? <laughs> Coyote Ugly in New York is like one of the worst bars. I can imagine. Yeah. It sounds, like, terrible. It's so, stu- it's so sad. I mean, the movie came out in 99, so I feel like, you know. That's part of it. Spread. That's where it's like, oh. all right, move or die, y'all. This ain't going to get yeah. better. Like, they tried <laughs> to open up, a like, a Twin Peaks-style thing where the girls dressed like <laughs> Heidi from Tool Time, like, in oh, Wilmington. God. And it didn't last longer than a year because it's like the concept isn't going to be what keeps the place open, guys. Right. Like, there's got to be – and, like, a tilted kilt they almost had out here, too. Um, oh, which some of the girls moved to tilted kilt after it started falling apart for us, mm-hmm. but I was like so done with it by that point. So mm, nice. no Amanda, I didn't our- know what your question was. I totally just like went away from it. I lost. Oh, it. I was just wondering with um some oh, of your friends and he uh yeah um like big things. So the Ooh. the billionaire businesswoman that overhauled Cinnabon. And now it's sold in every Burger King and all of those things. She worked at the Maryland Hooters. What? (laughs) Holy shit. She like comes and gives talks and stuff. She's amazing. Um, So there's Kelly Jo Dowd who passed away of breast cancer and her breast cancer research foundation is still thriving like crazy. So Hooters every year would donate to it. And she was really big um, in research and philanthropy. She was amazing. But like girls that I've worked with, um, I work with, I worked with a girl and I'm still friends with a girl that owns her own psychiatry private practice. Like there were girls I was going to school with. I kind of felt like on the lower rung of it, it was very rare. You were working with a girl that was just working there just to work there. And that was it. There was always something else happening. And like one girl was getting a biomedical engineering degree. Like there's, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds impressive. (laughs) Basically it's like this springboard to be whatever doctor you want. Sweet. And it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like instead of just doing biology, it's like let's do biomed engineering. It's like why are you making life so much harder for yourself? But like they loved it. <laughs> and then a lot of um, pharmacists, um, a few dentists. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. But like honestly, where else are you going to call your shifts? And you know, at the height of it, I was making two fifty on a weeknight. So like wow. in like 2005. Like there was a time wow. where like my friends I and I work like two doubles to do that. <laughs> Isn't it bad? It's like you, yeah. you think about it and you're like, that's not even like now it's not even possible in Wilmington. It's not right. even possible to make that yeah. money. It's, it's just not there. But like, so to make that steadily was outstanding. And I remember being out to lunch with a couple friends cause the mall was across the street and we'd always go. Mm-hmm. And our big thing was we would go out to eat and then if our server, like our servers were always really sweet and nice. Cause it was like at like a TGI Fridays or whatever. 
and we would each tip. on Illinois. Yeah, and we would each tip like <laughs> I know which word that that is. No, it's a different one. This is the one um, in Orland. Uh, 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 uh. I know it's it's not it's okay, fun. but we would. Um, it would be after a shift, so we would leave twenty dollars each for the server. And we always loved leaving the table and then just kind of like peeking around and watching the server discover the pile of money. Like that was just so uh, because we like we were in so much money and we would sit right. at the lunch and be so like, you "Pay it forward, you get you it." You totally it's pay not it forward. Easy serving. It freaking man. comes back big time, and then you get the mm-hmm. hookup so good because you mentioned yeah, where you work, true. and they're like, "Oh, I'll come see you," and then they actually do because the there's nothing like restaurant industry people, and like mm-hmm. we would like sit there and be like. I think I have five grand right now. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Like that's how much money we yeah. had. Like, that is like in like Holy 1920, shit. like my friend Lisa was like, I don't know. I just keep putting it under my mattress. I said, probably put it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I had a friend finally teach me like, you need to go to the ATM. You can deposit there. I was like, no, you only get money out. And she's like, no, you can put money in. <laughs> and that Way is more banking. Thank God for Dr. Kelly, because that's how I saved <laughs> so much money and paid off like, the first two oh, years. Is I love completely. Dr. Kelly. I know. How do you not? She's like, good year. You have to. She's like, oh my God. She's like, just drive up there, put it. In. And then the bank teller one day was like, what do you do? <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> all singles, but she's just like, there's cash deposits literally five days a week. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> I'm in the wrong line of work. It's like, can I buy some Coke? Yeah. And you clearly have some. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you lived in that server? Sure. You lived in that dope apartment, like down the street from the TGI Fridays on Illinois, I think, in downtown Chicago. Ontario Towers. It was on Ontario and Erie. It was that big. Yeah. 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 It was so nice. And remember, we got drunk and then snuck into the Playboy, Mm -hmm. um, uh, their uh, corporate office. Yeah. Yeah. We just like walked in there. Like, well, like we own the place. Yeah, but like, but we, man, it's so freaking beautiful. Everyone just assumes she belonged there. She's you know? a model, yeah. No, yeah. it's not just that. Like, um, so Sonia and Julie worked there. So I already knew two people that worked there because they worked at Hooters and they worked at the Playboy in reception. Right. And I think Sonia still works for Playboy. Uh, oh, actually, no, she works for Vanderpump Dogs out in LA. So, like, talk yeah. about another girl that just went after yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but. That was such a cool apartment to have across the street and then watch Hefner's daughter come out and smoke a cigarette like really angrily in the middle of the day. I was like, I want your job. Like, I don't know why. It just would be fascinating because she just seemed so annoyed by everything. And I was like, this sounds so fun. Like, Uh, I don't know why. I helped you Hefner at my old job and he fell asleep to a machine and I thought he died. This is before he died though. Uh, (laughs) But he fell asleep against one of the machines and I I had to go get his assistant because I really thought that he died. He just fell asleep. Seymour just put him back. (laughs) It wasn't me. He walked away. (laughs) He didn't sound like fun. I think he had a really good team around him. Like, because mm-hmm. I think what we're learning now about him is yeah, like, stuff's starting to come out now. So oh, that stay man was tuned, not you guys. working for like the last yeah. 10 years, like mentally was not working. Like, yeah, so no, your story no. does not surprise me at all, but mm-hmm. that's funny. Too much Viagra. <laughs> something. Like, I think they something. just jacked Jesus. him up on speed and just tried to make as much money as they could. Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know. When in Rome, what, right? What has it been without him, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Now, it sounds like the answer is going to be yes, but if you had to do it again, would you uh, would you do it all over again? Would you work at Hooters again? Oh, hell yeah. Like, I mean, it was it's still to date the best job I ever had. Wow. Like, I mean, it's awesome. like as far as like day jobs or like any job is concerned, and we were so spoiled by it. Like, there was right. no reason to – I mean, you know, it's sad that it had to end. 
to wrap up, is there anything you want to promote? Do you want to ask to send people to follow you somewhere? Mm-hmm. If not, you tell them to fuck off. It's up to you. Let me look it up because I can't remember what it is now. Yeah, Simo doesn't remember his own social media. But you know, because it's like for social media, it's like for a while, I was like, oh, the official. And I was like, I don't even have enough followers to be official. That's such, (laughs) that's so heady. What am I doing? It's just (laughs) at Amanda E. Goodyear, but you can find me like through Chris Moore or like, I mean, if you guys tag me on stuff, I'll I'll definitely be there. Oh, yeah. Man, social media is so hard. I was just thinking about it because I'm like, I have so many pictures of things to post. And then like, I'm like, oh, this is a fun picture of me with a knife. Like, what the hell goes through my head? It's like, you should be posting two times a week between like X amount of time and X amount of time. This is your target right. audience. They literally give you the algorithms. And I'm sitting here going like, yeah, I don't know about this picture. That was pretty funny. Let's do that. And then not post for three months, like a complete It doesn't help uh, that the knife was bloody too, you know, just saying. It, it uh, is bloody. Yeah, yeah no, it is, it's really cool. It's a Chucky knife from a Halloween costume. And I just thought it was hilarious. So that's that's what happened, but it's just like really trying. It's her Tinder profile picture. <laughs> she was holding a bloody um, Donald Trump head. Uh, yes, oh, that's what she was doing. And then said, Kathy, hey, Kathy, Kathy I like, have an idea for you. Yeah, Chris Moore getting everybody canceled before they start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've been on the verge for a long Lord. time because um, of him. So. You can actually find my stuff on IMDb, or if you just go on Amazon Prime and search Amanda Goodyear, you'll see everything I worked on. Um, I did a Netflix show last fall, so. Florida Man will come out this fall, hopefully. Sweet. It takes a long time to put together, but I'll be in episode yes. five of Florida Man. Um, you can see cool. me on that. And then, yeah, so there, there's a few like movies like Love on the Rise, um, Angel's Prayer. And I promise you, I'm actually in it. I'm actually talking. So <laughs> nice. it's like, I'd be like, where is she? At? Oh, they cut her out. <laughs> like, I'm there. I've been there. Don't worry. Oh my gosh. That's what I did. Did you see the... Um, the actor TikToks where it's like the Ting Tings, that's not my name song. And they're doing all like the yep. things. So I yep. did mine with like woman, girl, number four, mom. I love and I was that. like, forget it because I don't, I'm not even going to pretend like I'm recognizable at this point. Like there's, I kind of love I it now. I'm like, I'm kind of living in it and like really enjoying the hell out of it. Cause I'm like, this is mm-hmm. a lot more fun than the other totally. stuff. But like, yeah, if you find me on there and then, um, Oh, Chris Moore, what do you I'm so sorry. I forgot. So baby showers at Hooters are the best parties. Oh, baby showers at Hooters. They Who are the because like it's where the mom is just like, this is a bunch of shit that I need. Buy it or don't. I have a registry. My family's taking care of it. But here's some stuff I want for the baby. So you get to buy stuff that like they actually want for the kid. That they actually want. And right. it becomes a shitting contest. <laughs> like, like you literally are like, oh, Andrea's making a towel tree. I'm gonna make another one. And like, so there's like this competition. I bought your child a robot. I'm not <laughs> kidding. It is so like my friend Darlene's like, I have nine baby baths. Nine. Why do I have oh, what am I gonna God. do? And we're like, return the ones, <laughs> keep the one you want. Like she like her baby by age six was still using all the shampoos and stuff that we got for the baby. <laughs> She's like, oh, I've never had to God. shop for these things. Aww. Like you girls are evil because like 40 of us would show up because the mom understood I have fallen ill with child. You need to drink for me for the next five, nine months. <laughs> so we were all like, all right, yes, ma'am. So baby showers would be at Hooters. It would be discounted. And of course the managers loved it because it's a bunch of hot girls together taking over the back of the restaurant. So that looks great for the restaurant and we would just get plowed. Awesome. And like not have, but not the way I get plowed. Yeah, Not that way. Mm -hmm. Not, not the SEMO way. No, a different plow. (laughs) Not the one that gave me. They could sit down afterwards. Ours doesn't end in regret. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no regrets. No tears. Ask me first. Just happy tears. Happy talk. tears. No sad tears. <laughs> Yum. Well, thank you so thank much, you Amanda. Me. I'm this sorry about been... the difficulties, my lord. Oh, technical no, difficulties. That's my fault. It was worth it. Yes, yeah, Simo, we uh, will beat you severely. Yeah. For this. I don't want to go back to the out. real world. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> you were, are amazing. So make sure you guys check out thank Amanda Goodyear. We love you, and we'll sure have you back. And that was Amanda Goodyear, guys. That was an awesome interview, dude. She was great. That was funny. She was awesome. Who knew Hooters was such a profitable, awesome place to work? I kind of want to work there. Yeah. Maybe now that my movies are sponsored, maybe I can go there and be like, hey, guys, times have changed. Look at these guys. Look at these guys. I got some breasts. Yeah, I think we can make this happen. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think that we can work at Hooters ourselves? Let us know by following us on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast and send us a little message. Maybe send us a DM of your man boobs as well, and then we'll tell you. You guys can work there as well. Maybe yeah. Maybe Hooter, Hooter man crew, a dude crew, if you will. So check us out at Frat Chat Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Make sure you follow me at Carlos Does the World on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, at Carlos Does World on Twitter, and at tiny.cc slash Carlos Does the World on YouTube. YouTube. Make sure you follow my good buddy Seymour over there at Seymour Comedy on the Twitter machine and at Chris.Moore.com on Instagram. Oh yeah. And now you can motion to adjourn now this I meeting. Now I can motion to adjourn this <laughs> meeting. And I suck it. Oh, stop oh. doing that. <laughs> we'll be back next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>